0: love talk radio
1: good evening everybody you're listening to the inside connection i'm dr craig martin coming to you live from los angeles always here with my amazing co-host Christine martin welcome to the show
0: thank you for having me i'm excited to be here it's going to be a really fun show tonight we have a guest uh have a third voice here somebody from outside so really excited
1: We do, and I think it's actually going to be a really important and informative conversation about healing and wellness, a topic that we really haven't covered. One of the things I wanted to do before we bring her on is I just want to talk a little bit about the alignment of the planets a little bit with you and just to that one reason that's inspiring this show is that Mercury and the Sun are both in Sag and Venus is getting ready to go into Sag and the importance of Sagittarius at this time of the year and the way that it brings us a level of optimism that I think many of us haven't been feeling uh, in a while. So I think that that's important for me to say that we have the energy of that here tonight.
0: Beautiful, beautiful energy. That and I just like the the broadening. I don't know why for this, for some reason, this is really a a time to get our perspective of the year, which is a very Sagittarius thing as well. Getting, gaining perspective. Yeah.
1: Important. Amazing. Fantastic. And also the moon is in Libra. So new relationships and new, new people that we're meeting and bringing into our collective consciousness and the collective consciousness of our listeners And I'm not going to waste any more time in introducing her. Our guest tonight is Emily Farr. She's the uh, owner and principal instructor at InsightfulPilates.com. Emily is based out of New York City, where she was was pre-pandemic working and doing Pilates classes and is now available online for individual and group work. If you want to learn more about her, you can find out about Emily at InsightfulPilates.com. Emily, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. I appreciate you inviting me here.
1: Oh, it's just great to have you. I think I had mentioned to you that obviously in the Inside Connection is principally a an, an astrology show, but uh, it's also a place where we can explore themes that occur in astrology. And as Christina and I plan, you know, our, our topics that we want to discuss, we realize that Strong Sagittarius... Energy that's present right now and the way that that connects with fitness how does that connect with fitness and we thought we could dive into that a little bit more with you so sort of with that in mind um, how do you think that Sagittarius is most concerned with the ideas of uh, spirituality and truth and um being able to express ourselves publicly and i certainly have ideas about my own wellness my own fitness and the way that that might contribute to that but how do you feel that your work um incorporates the idea of even spirituality uh into your work
2: yeah i appreciate that question um You know, my personal experience with Pilates was not just a physical one. It was a complete transformation of, uh, you know, mental, spiritual, and, of course, physical as well. But more than anything, it was about developing a new relationship with my body, Um, that connectedness that comes, you know, from creating a sense of centering in in your core, in your body. Connecting, alignment, flow, which really is about natural movement. It's about moving in a way that feels at one with your body. And in doing so, you know, connectedness is, for me, I think, you know, it's when the mind and body are integrally connected um, they work in partnership to
1: feel sensations and can emotions. you can you say something a little bit about core like you mentioned core yeah and being involved in your core and your center can you mention just a little bit about the idea of Pilates because you know we always whenever I hear about Pilates as an art I hear about it in terms of core strength core energetics mm-hmm. and um, what does that really mean what is what is what is core energetics
2: That's a really good uh, question. So a lot of Pilates, there are five basic principles, and that's concentration and awareness, breathing, centering, control, precision, and flow. And so centering has a lot to do with the fact that your center is the focal point of the Pilates method. um, And every movement emanates from the center to drive power through the body. So you can look at that like a physical Representation, but you can also look at that in a spiritual and a psychological representation of what happens when you're faced with being uncomfortable, when you're in a vulnerable position, which a lot of Pilates, you know, it's not fast movements, it's about form and understanding how your individual body reacts to either mental strain, to physical strain, and how to practice. Being comfortable, being uncomfortable. In
1: and that way, it's, course, in that in, in that way. Mm-hmm. Is it something like yoga? Is there something connected to Pilates and yoga?
2: Absolutely. I mean, I personally definitely practice both for relatively the same reasons, which is uh, mind-body connection and giving yourself that time to be present in your body, to allow yourself to listen and not just listen to the thoughts in your head. Give yourself a moment where because you're so connected to your breath, you are able to hear your body in a way that – Most of the time, you can't, especially in the hustle and bustle. And what I mean by that is, for example, a lot of the times, you know, stretching is the one thing that so many people in the fitness world avoid. You know, you get these crazy, incredible athletes, and then when it comes to stretching, they avoid it. And the reason why I have found through my own personal experiences with clients Is because it requires you to slow down. It requires you to feel an uncomfortable feeling for a long time. Right, which is also,
1: isn't this something, sorry again, isn't that something, because I just want to, I have so many questions and I'm so excited to have a conversation with you. So, like, the the idea there is that um, it almost feels like meditation. When, you, when you're talking about, you know, being able to connect with yourself and being able to, which is very Sagittarian, very Sagittarian meditation and the idea about being able to be centered. Sagittarius is a fire sign. And so it's about our uh, core motivation, enthusiasm, but what really makes us feel passionate about about our lives. And I think what... What I hear is that being able to connect with that part of ourselves in exercise, fitness, Pilates in particular, and I would imagine yoga as well, um, and I would think my own yoga practice does this for me. What you were saying about being in the uncomfortable moment and having that be okay, this is an enormous spiritual truth um mm-hmm. the 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 truth of having to be uncomfortable in life and yet being able to stay in it
0: yeah i completely
2: agree with that
0: yeah i think um i i love that too i i to me it also feels like with that uncomfortableness sagittarius gains wisdom about themselves as well it's it's that both that going full speed and then also the quiet listening part that is you know Sagittarius is known to be the communicator as well it's on that communication access with Gemini so getting the word out there as well as really listening is so so important and that's where we get that vulnerability I think as well as is having to listen having to stop and set sit back.
1: Great, excellent. So Emily, like in the in bringing it around to wellness, I know you were giving us the different points in wellness. And I didn't mean to cut you off. So I'm happy for you to go back to those other points. But broadly, your idea of wellness, you know, before we had talked about something you were saying about stagnant energy, and I'd like for you to say a little bit more about that and wellness.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think we can all certainly relate to having stagnant energy right now um, in one way or or another. And, you know, we're all manifesting this stagnant energy in different ways, whether that's physical pain, mental pain, spiritual pain. And, you know, our thoughts manifest in physical form. And in order to move that stagnant energy, we have to move our body. And the more that you resist the more that that builds and it's, and it's, you know, it's, it's working a muscle, a mental muscle, and it atrophies very quickly. So you have to continue to use it as a daily practice. And I think that that to me is what wellness is. It's about having a daily practice of doing something that shows your body and your spirit and your mind self-love. You know, it's for me, I don't I don't want to work out, but I know, or a fact that I will always develop some sort of positive benefit whenever I do it, coming from a motivation of self-love. That being said, there's a lot of ways that you can push that over the boundaries, but I think that's also what Pilates is great at and what also brings people into that um, realm of awareness of being safe, being vulnerable, because you have an instructor really noticing you, not just, who you are but they're listening to you they are watching you they're validating the movements that you're making they're helping you become aware of things that maybe you're in denial about for whatever reason that may be Mm -hmm. or maybe you just don't have a physical connection i remember personally because i have scoliosis it wasn't until i did pilates that i understood how to really engage my lower abdominals. And I remember the first time I went running and actually engaged my lower abdominals, I was like, are you kidding me? And because of that understanding, I only noticed it because my first Pilates instructor straight up called me out. You know, she was like, Oh, one hip is higher than the other. And I was like, excuse me, you know, for someone to kind of notice something about your body can be violating at first, hmm. but it's then about developing a, a safe environment, which means that you, as an instructor, have to be practicing wellness. You have to be comfortable it, with it's interesting.
1: It's interesting because I think all awareness, especially new awareness, creates vulnerability. I know that in my work, for sure, because I'm constantly opening and awakening people to things that they don't see about themselves. And I have to constantly recognize and respect the fact that the clients that I work with may be experiencing some level of vulnerability. I certainly always feel very honored And um, and flattered by the fact that people feel comfortable in that in that realm with me once they get to know me and that vulnerability is based on trust. But there's so much in here. Trust of the self, trust, trust of the self, trust of your own body being able to become acquainted with your own body and how you can trust that it will be able to do things that maybe you don't think that it can do and the vulnerability that can result from that. Amazing. So, yeah, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. That's like presence in the body being present in the body. Um. That's a good is that a is that an end goal is that a goal is that something that you believe that that fitness and, and work can result in is is being more in tune or more present with with being in the body
2: Yes and for me the most important thing that it creates is the pause moment that's what I call it it allows us to because we've developed this communication with our body, as opposed to reacting out of instinct, out of, you know, uh, flight or fear, you know, there's a whole bunch of ways that the way that we were programmed, we have instinctual reactions. And we have those instinctual reactions out of, you know, whether it be fear of vulnerability, just habitual. And when you are able to break that down, it's you Sorry, I've just lost my train of thought a little bit. But you are able to then focus on something that you have control over, that you can center yourself with and have an actual experience of what it's like to push through something that at a time felt nearly impossible. And when you develop that muscle that you have to work on daily, it creates an enormous impact in your daily life because it's not the translation of what Pilates and that um, customization, that relationship with your body, it translates into all areas of your life. You know, that pause moment of, um, of giving yourself a moment of grace, you know, 30 seconds mm. even versus re- reacting to something in a second.
1: I hear this thing about being comfortable in life, being comfortable in the areas of life that are uncomfortable And I think that people have a hard time with that. I think generally people have a hard time with that. So one of the things I know that I'm learning in this conversation is that fitness wellness at this level, this type of wellness um, and physical uh, work that we might do on the physical plane of our body can reconnect us with the idea that we can be okay with the vulnerability boy, I was thinking about addiction just then when you were talking about addiction and how people are not comfortable. That was the next word that I heard was comfort and comfortability. And I think that people certainly reach for, don't you think Christina, like people certainly oh, reach yeah. for
0: the the habits, you know, something they know, something that has this time and tested and, they can turn off a little bit or, or not have the pause moment. It's, it's skipping out the pause moment, that addiction. Totally. Totally. It's very interesting.
1: Right. Because I think we don't, we don't, we don't have ourselves trained. And I think that fitness is a part of that training, certainly Pilates and yoga, but probably all levels of fitness and sportsmanship and anybody that trains, Anybody that trains to do anything, right? It could be training to do gymnastics, you could be it requires so much focus and discipline and being in that, that level of uncomfortability, which is vulnerability. All of those things help keep us centered. And that's where that centeredness idea comes from. How do we get back to centeredness when we're feeling uncomfortable? You know. Stay Mm -hmm. with it, stay with it, right? Stay present Mm -hmm. with it rather than escaping from it. That's beautiful. That's really Mm -hmm. beautiful. So tell me more.
2: (laughs) Well, um, I I can really just speak on my personal experience, and I think that is also the power of Pilates, which is, you know, Pilates has a lot of these, terms. And because it's so form centric, you know, the first time someone does Pilates, it's you hear all these words and you're just like, what the what your brain is just so overwhelmed with, uh, you know, trying to be present in your body, breathing with m- movement, just, you know, a whole bunch of um, actions and, and verbs being thrown at you. And I think that that kind of being rattled and then coming into a place where I personally when I first started doing pilates I was terrible at it. I have scoliosis, so the right side of my body is significantly stronger than the left. And having to constantly look at myself in the mirror and acknowledge this non-symmetry was really hard for me, but it was also really important because it helps me understand my attachments to like something as as silly it's not like my scoliosis is crazy, but like my right shoulder's higher than my left and it allowed me in just that little tiny observation later on kind of meditate and marinate on that like okay why is why is this something that causes anguish in me why every time i am addressed with the fact that one side of my body is stronger than the other do i feel like that hurts my ego my spirit you know what is the attachment there and how can I look at it from a place of self-love as opposed to self-hate which is usually you know that's my default like why are you like this it's so
1: many people's default it's not just your default it's terrible and I think that's
0: the
2: biggest mm -hmm, and that's a huge benefit of Pilates is you learn to speak to yourself in a different way um, and what I mean by that is you know you can't get better at Pilates by yelling at yourself internally by telling yourself you know you're never going to do it, you suck like it's not possible because you have an instructor who is there who understands the importance of you know five five degree angle when it comes to doing a mm-hmm. um, a certain exercise and sure that detail is. Is really, it allows you to meditate. It allows you to be present in your body because you have to focus so much. Um, And I found a lot of, you know, relief in that um, space.
1: I mean, people, guidance, guidance is, is important. And also spiritual guides are a part of Sagittarius, interestingly. So guidance is certainly something that we all benefit from. You know, whether it's personal training, whether it's therapy, whether it's having a teacher, you know, you could just be having a teacher who who instructs you. It's being able to learn from someone who's developed mastery. And in that way, you can be doing things properly. You can be viewing things through the proper lens um, rather than a more sort of roughshod approach to doing something on your own and making mistakes and not doing them in the correct way. Mm -hmm. yeah my friend Christina what's up
0: I'm just there's so many thoughts I mean uh, you know uh, this is just such an interesting topic I I love it. It, it we could go so many different ways I'm also thinking too you know just about how universal it really is to take care of your body you you can't escape it you have to do it you have to be there no matter if you're You know, a ten-year-old girl or a ninety-five-year-old man. Your body is there, so it's a truth that um, connects humanity, which is Sagittarius
1: as well. So right, right. That the what what we develop from a higher level of truth that we gain, right? The truth that because I mean. Okay, the truth is, is that you don't really have to take care of your body, but you but, you know, like, so then you can fall apart and suffer the consequences mm-hmm. of that. <laughs> so beyond okay. that, that, you know, we always have the truth to not do what we know we're supposed to be doing. But if we go to the side of the truth is that you have to take care of your body, otherwise... Right, If you ignore your health, it'll go away. <laughs> you know that you know yeah. that expression <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I don't <laughs>
1: that's funny <laughs> so right so, out the, window. You know, yeah, we have to take care of our body, like we have to take care of our spouse because if you ignore them, go away <laughs> 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 and um, and so, yes, going down that road, right we we do have a choice and a responsibility to take care of our body because if you don't, bad things happen, right? All of that avoidance. Yeah. So the the, the real spiritual part of this is finding comfort, finding comfort. I think so many people are alienated from taking care of their bodies because they're alienated from the discomfort. Right. They prefer the discomfort of not taking care of their body to the discomfort of taking care of their body. And what you could speak to here a little bit, you know, both of us, you know, both of you, all three of us is how do we distinguish between those two things? If you had someone say to you, well, you know, I have I have a physical discomfort because I don't take care of my body but I'm a little afraid of the emotional or psychological or spiritual discomfort that I might find in, in, you know, joining you, Emily, how would you, if, if a new client said that to you, what might you say to them for that?
2: Oh, I love that question. Well, um, first and most importantly, we all move at our own pace. You know, there is no, there is no tempo that is set for learning, especially when it's to developing a relationship with our body, we all come from different backgrounds, and so I think what is important is just as important as communicating with your body when you're learning new things and being present in your body, is developing um, you know that communication line also with your instructor. Of for me, it comes a lot of the time with. Revealing if I'm vulnerable with my clients in a way that's not, you know, crossing the boundary, but explaining to them my difficulties. Like Pilates is not easy. And there's a rule in Pilates where if it feels easy, then you're doing it wrong, you know, because you can always make every exercise, you can keep challenging yourself. And not in a way where you're really striving for perfection, because that's a dangerous, (laughs) dangerous game to play, especially for me. Um, it's not about striving for perfection. It's about every time getting to that point of mental, again, uncomfortability and seeing how you can work through it with your body. As opposed to what usually can happen um, for me, and I've seen it in my clients, is that when you get to that point where um, you're physically struggling and you're, you're getting really tired um, is you can either let your mind take over or you learn to breathe. You learn to breathe through it. And I think that that's one of the most powerful tools that Pilates and exercise um, in general gives us when it comes to wellness and spirituality.
1: Awesome. Yes. Oh, no worries. Yeah, my, I I I was writing down a couple of things there. And I think that they were amazing because it was thinking about what feels easy, right? What feels easy. And you said, if it feels easy, you're not doing it right. Right? You said that, right? So I thought, oh, my God, right? Therapy, recovery, Pilates, acupuncture. <laughs> if, it, if it's easy, it's easy. Not being done right. You know, you're supposed to get needled. It's supposed to hurt a little, right? (laughs) Otherwise, what good is it doing? So that embracing, embracing the not easy, embracing the not easy as a path to wellness, growth, and transformation of who we are and what we want to be able to be. And yet you can definitely see in children that they have a hard time. It's not our natural state. To embrace the not easy. Mm-mm. I always say to my kid, you know, being good is hard. Being bad is easy. Mm-hmm. Being lazy is easy. Being uh, being a hard worker is hard. You know, just all the different things that we... Being nice. I always say to him, you know, polite is hard. Mm. Rude is easy. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. so So the way in which we have to bring our thinking back to... Uh, everything that we that we do in our lives, and say, well, these are the harder choices that I have to make, but they produce the results that I want to have.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I, I mean. It's, you know, I, I was I was talking to my brother the other day. Um, he is also in the fitness industry and um, talking about the core. And he, you know, was throwing out facts at me. He's another Gemini. So um, said something to the effect of, you know, injury prevention technically is working on your core. You're still doing work for, you know, I mean, for the future, even if I'm now. So I just thought it was a good little fact there.
1: Amazing. <clears throat> Listen, I can't believe our show time is up. Emily, it's been so nice having you on the show. Thank you so much for being here.
2: Thank you guys so much for having me. This was a wonderful conversation.
1: Absolutely. I want to remind our listeners that they can find you at insightfulpilates.com. And we, we really had a great conversation. We really, I'm, I'm inspired. I'm inspired by the things that you said and what it is that I learned. So we'll be happy to have you back someday. And we hope you have a lovely holiday season.
2: Thank you guys so much. Take care. Appreciate
1: okay, you. we'll talk to you soon. Um, Christina. That was amazing.
0: Yes. That was I amazing. know she was amazing.
1: I can't believe it what a what a what a really fun and um tremendously dynamic conversation.
0: Oh my gosh, I feel like I learned so much, and I feel motivated. I feel like I can do the hard work and it's also good for me, so motivating really.
1: And, and, you know, when, 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 when she was talking about stagnant energy, right, The the virus and the fact that we've all been trapped inside Uh, and how hard that's been.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So maybe it's
1: time for us to look for an online Pilates class or online yoga class or online fitness class so that we can all rejoin ourselves in a less stagnant place and join the energy of the season and get ourselves moving.
0: Keep it moving. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm Dr.
1: Craig Martin here with Christina Martin. You've been listening to The Inside Connection. We're so happy to have you here Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific, and we'll be here next week when we'll be talking to you again. Have a great night.
0: Good night, everyone.